Hey, this is Dan here from Rune Silk, and I'm joined by one other, and that's none other than Demo for Show. And this is the Beard Mail Podcast. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. It's the Beard Mail Podcast. Hello, Dan. Hello, Demo, for show. One other than none other than my brother. That's me. That's me. That's me. Welcome to the Beard Mail Podcast. It's me, Damien Reese, and uh, him, Daniel Jones. Today, I'm going to get it in quick. The hook is, the thing we're talking about is, if you want to find out, listen, learn, and uh, talk about alcohol, then this is the place to be. We're talking about alcohol today, Dan. Touchy subject. Yeah, touchy we are. Subject. Alcohol can be for some, can be. Well, it, this is born from. Um, I did. I asked a little question in our Beard Mail Facebook group, um, and some of the answers surprised me. Uh, and also, um, I've been on a bit of a journey of late. I actually haven't had any alcohol for a whole month, um, and I know uh, that you had a bit of a hangover this weekend. So I thought it would be great for us to have a conversation about the pros and cons. Uh, you know, what the government recommends, what we should be drinking, uh, any, any crazy, crazy, great times and great stories, or coercely, any terrible, terrible stories. Um, and then maybe at the end, we'll decide, sh- you know, should I stay abstinent or should I get on it like a car bonnet? What do you think, Dan? I think it depends on the circumstances. I have a love-hate relationship with alcohol. Sometimes I drink more than I should and sometimes I don't drink at all. I haven't had a month off, though, since I did the run the month back in January, so I'm probably due uh, another break. Although, lately, I haven't been drinking much, but yes, you alluded to me being hungover on Saturday. I did drink more than I should have on Friday night. Um, but I think it was because, uh, my own schoolboy area, we arrived at an event and we didn't get power up to the trailer until Friday morning. So I didn't have a beer on the Thursday because I don't like drinking more beer. So when we got power and I could put the beers in the fridge and because everyone else had a few beers on the Thursday and I really didn't, I thought, well, I'm going to start at six. In the morning? Um, no, in the PM. And um, <laughs> I didn't even realise I drank that much until I looked in the fridge and I was like, oh shit, there's most of my beers that I bought gone. Um, and it did lead to me not drinking at all really Saturday, Sunday. I did try and drink a beer on the Saturday night. And I was like, oh, that's just not sitting on my belly at all. Like I had, I, I thought maybe it's that beer. So I had a couple of sips of that beer and I was like, I don't like that beer. And then I cracked another one. I was like, no, nah, I don't like that either. I, I think I just can't drink today. Um, but cheeky story in the mix, straight up bow. It was good that I didn't drink because I got to escort Trevor Nelson off the festival site. Nice. Yeah. Met Trevor Nelson on Saturday. When you, when you say escort him off, like what? Like, were you, were you being a bouncer or were you vest taxiing? He was kicking off being a right knob. So I was, uh, no, no. So, um, so he got a, a vehicle escort onto the site because the site's quite big. He got uh, an escort. So he came in his car and followed a car in, but they couldn't get hold of the guy that escorted him in. And he came off st- st- upset. And I was sitting backstage just chilling. And, um, Literally finished his DJ set, came straight over to us, and he was and he was talking. He was a really nice guy, actually. He was talking. He was like, he's like, oh, I really enjoyed that set. I was like, yeah, it's nice, man. Nice little collection, nice little selection of different types of tunes, from funk to to garage to hip hop. It was quite a nice little little selection. And he was and he said, how do I how do we get out? How do I get out of here? And I was like, not going to lie to you, it's a bit of a cock of a sight to get off, and it's one in the morning. 
uh, let me go and find someone from the staff, someone of the festival staff and see what we can do. I found the event manager and they were like, oh, I, you know, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, I don't know where this guy is. Um, and I just said, well, look, we could. I said, I haven't been drinking. We'll just take him, we'll escort him off from one of our fest taxi buggies. And she was like, would you? And I was like, absolutely, let's go. Come on, Mr. Nelson, follow us. Superb. So while you're derailing my cracking thread and uh, podcast topic of alcohol, do you want to talk about food <laughs> or festivals or anything else that you just want to, you know, just ruin the whole thing for me? As, 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 as festival food goes, it was probably the worst oh, one for me. I lived go. on nothing but ham and cheese sandwiches pretty oh. much until Sunday when I had a had a, had a, a jacket potato. So in terms of food, not, we haven't really got anything exciting to say. Apart from there was a barbecue on Saturday. Good. Let's get back on the booze conversation then, right? Because I was going to ask you two very poignant questions because you mentioned it twice. The very words came out of your mouth. You said, mm. I probably drank more than I should have. Mm -hmm. Let's not talk about whether you should have said should have um, or should have. But what, what, you know, what is the guidelines? What do you think you had more than you should have? Should have? Who knows? Well, Who knows? the government, the government doesn't doesn't encourage binge drinking anyway, do they? They're supposed to have like uh, what one point five units a day? Is that? I'm asking you the very question. Is that what you think it is? I think it is one point five units for a man, isn't it? I think it's fourteen units for a man over a week. Is that right? Two units a day. Yeah. So yeah, so that's like seven beers over a whole week. Is that right? Like low, low beers. Depends what you're drinking. Like you, you like a nice cause light, don't you? I think they're one point five units per bottle. So that's like literally one and a bit bottle a day. Yeah. Imagine just having one bottle of cause and then not having another one. That's ridiculous. So interestingly, and it is obviously they say it's less for women, and obviously it's twenty twenty two. So they must be talking um, biological, and they must be based on how biologically a woman processes the alcohol through the system or something i don't even know but they come up with these silly ideas that um you should only have 14 units now don't get me wrong i'm sure some bottles of wine have got like 12 units in or something so if you have a bottle of wine that's nearly a week's worth in one go now before mm -hmm. i've had this month off i could quite happily polish off a bottle of wine and a few beers and not even be drunk and what's interesting is when I did a bit of uh, research and study, because many, many moons ago, I used to be a, a drug and alcohol worker. So I used to work with people that were physically dependent on alcohol and they needed actual physical medication to help them come off because it's not safe to just knock it on the head if you are physically dependent. And also, while we're here, actually, we might as well just say to everybody, um, if you do want to make some changes, if you're thinking about changing the amount of alcohol you drink, um, make sure you have a look into it and do it properly. Don't just, if you are physically dependent and you just stop, um, you can actually go into withdrawal and you can actually have a fit and a seizure and you c it can be life-threatening. Um, so please don't do anything silly. Don't go, oh, I was listening to the podcast. Damo's had a month off the booze and he feels great. So I'm going to do that because different circumstances, mm. different strokes, different folks. Um, that said, um, it is interesting how often people drink. And I say, I've been on this, this journey, man. Um, I've had a whole month off. And to be honest with you, after the, the first week, um, I tell you what was a big win for me is I noticed I, I lost a lot of weight, um, mm -hmm. and that's we, we talk about this sometimes. Obviously, you're you're always banging on about food, um, and I and I crept up over what I would consider to be a healthy weight for myself, um, but I lost a lot of weight very quickly, and it's not necessarily just because of the calorificness of booze, but more so the shit that you eat when you've had a few beers. Um, mm -hmm. So, cutting out the alcohol has helped me to change my diet. Um, and I think to sleep a little bit better and to feel a little bit healthier and better. So it is all good. But this scared me, right? Because I did a little bit more research. 
you know you said oh it's about time for you to have a month off it takes obviously you do feel benefits after a week after two weeks and there's certain things that happen you know i'm, I'm into a month now where so say um, you about to say is it 12 weeks well uh, i didn't realize this because i listened to a little book i got an audio book. i love an audio book i got an audio book and it was um I can't remember what it's called. So now like 10 days detox or something. And he was saying that it can take a whole year of absence for your brain to um, get back to its good self or to, to, you know, your liver is really good. And after two weeks of abstinence, your liver can start to regenerate and do some good stuff. Um, I had a bit of a scare um, probably two years ago now. And I had a bit of a scan and they said a bit of fattiness on your liver. Um, and I was like, that's that showing me. And I was like, well, shit, okay. And I didn't drink for a while. And then I was like, ah, I'll be all right. Um, but yeah, so after two weeks, your liver can start to regenerate. But it can take a year until your brain, and your brain actually shrinks as you drink alcohol. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had some of the most fantastic experiences of my life whilst having had a few beers or too many beers. I've also had some horrific experiences in my life whilst having a few beers. There's definitely a correlation between good stuff and bad stuff happening. So I'm not knocking it. I'm not like newly abstinent and telling the whole world, oh, alcohol is bad, you should knock it on the head. But I would encourage certainly men of our age to have a little think because the health benefits now is so much more important. So being able to lose weight, I've had, I used to have quite a bit of problem with acid reflux and things like that as well. Um, mm. That's stopped since I stopped having an alcohol. I've been drinking more water. I feel healthier. But as I said, we did, we asked in, in the beard male group and it wasn't intentionally for this. It's just, it's just become prevalent because of me having been, you know, dry for a month, but I couldn't believe how many people were actually completely abstinent because yeah. if you yeah, hang around yeah. drinkers and you go to the pub, Anybody that walks in and doesn't drink, it's like, oh, why aren't you drinking? People question it. Why aren't you having a beer? And you sort of have to justify why you're not having a beer. However, that's if you're in that environment. But it seems that in the bearded community, there are quite a few people that are completely abstinent. So there are, there is support there and there's other guys. And even when you go to a beard competition, if you're not having a beer, you know there'll be a couple of boys around that you can go and sit and have a you know, lemonade or a tea or a coffee with. And it's not a, and it's not a thing because you're not drinking. But also in our group, there was a lot of guys that said they were drinking six or seven days a week. And I don't know whether they knew that actually that's probably not healthy. Like, do they know? I mean, is it is it okay to be drinking mm. every day? And, and how many how many justification tales do we tell ourselves? Like, for example, when you you relayed your story there about getting drunk on Friday. Now, bear in mind, I spoke to you on Saturday and you were hanging like a basket. Um, mm. But on, but on when you recounted your story of Friday, you justified said, "Wow, what happened was I didn't drink on Thursday, so I was all right to drink on Friday." Um, and it's like I wonder how many people. Well, I have a drink every day of the week, but it's because I've been stressed at work. Or, and it's just it's interesting the stories we tell ourselves to mm. justify why we are having a drink. When ultimately, this is what Freeman did. But ultimately, the actual alcohol in the delicious beverage is actually a poison on your body you know you know absolutely it is a poison but uh, but i think that um you know th this is where we're going to be careful of how we where we take this this, this episode of the podcast because we could go into addiction we can go into withdrawal quite easily off, off this topic but you know it it's the the, the mind will always find a, re a way to justify the action mm. um you know it's the same as oh you know well, i've worked hard all day so i deserve to have an unwind and a beer you know yeah. and and i i would you know 
my wife and I were going through a stage where my wife doesn't drink now. She has probably maybe four or five drinks a year. That's it. But mm. we used to every night we would share a couple of craft beers and she would enjoy trying all these different craft beers with me. So we'd share a can, you know, and, and we would we would kind of we wouldn't realize that how much we were drinking because all we were drinking like 200 mil each from a can or or it might be a 330 mil. So it's only like 175. Hmm. That's really bad. That's not correct. Um, anyway, um, where so? But then we would get to the end of the of the. I mean, this is just what we were cooking, and then we'd have already have like two or three, four, five, six beers in, and um, we're like, oh crikey, you know, crikey, we've drunk more than we kind of thought we were going to do. And I think it's very easy to just kind of just carry on in the moment. And obviously, as you get a little bit more intoxicated, you kind of, oh, I'll have another one, I'll have another one, I'll have another one. All oh, that was nice. This is starting to feel nice now. I start to feel unwind, I'll have another one. But I also think that the, the health regulations are very misleading depending on what information they want to give you at the time. Like, you know, they used to say a glass of wine a day is good for your heart and all this mm. sort of stuff. And Antioxidant. You know, I mean, well, exactly that. And you've only got to, you've only got to rewind sort of 50 years when they told you that smoking cigarettes were good for you. So it's, um, it's an interesting one. And I, I, as a counter argument to the glass of wine a day i can't remember the name of the doctor it was a podcast i was listening to a long time ago and and he actually said rather than having a glass of wine a day it's actually better to have seven glasses one day a week because when you're when you're drinking every single day your liver doesn't get a break it's just mm -hmm. constantly fighting the toxins every day working to work with those toxins yeah. but if you have seven beers on a friday seven glasses of wine on a friday and you don't drink until friday your liver's had six days off to actually just stop and do nothing but recover after dealing with those toxins um so so i think it's there's so many arguments for and against the benefits of 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 alcohol um it's market science we're going all the going back it all falls to market science day mate. Ooh, it's, uh, and you, you never know what really to believe because someone's always got a bit of an agenda when it comes to <coughs> so yeah I, just I would to next, your next sentence. What's the you on your thumb? I saw you, you got a little bandage. That is where I was like, there was 20 of them, right? And I was fighting. Uh, I was protecting an elderly lady uh, who was disabled. And this gang of people were like trying to smash her up. And like, they had knives and that. And I just went over. And I just, I caught a little nick on the, on the old thumb there in saving yeah. this lady's life. So... That's my story. Did you get the thumbs up all the time? <laughs> I'm going to hide my thumb all the time now. I, for those of you listening uh, and not watching on YouTube, you're missing out on seeing a dirty old bit of zinc, zinc oxide tape is uh, is yeah. one of my closest friends, Dan. You may remember this very tape from uh, Antwerp. Actually, you may remember this shirt from Antwerp. Actually, yeah, I'm yeah, wearing yeah, my nice. Forest Gump t-shirt. But no, what actually happened was, I was, uh, I know we talk about you know, retro and stuff on the podcast from time to time. I was um, defrosting a freezer in the retro fashion, the old fashioned fashioned way um, with a bread knife. Um, brand new set of knives that I bought from somewhere. They're really, really fucking sharp. And I was just, you know, as you do, just trying to get a bit of the ice off. The ice was like that. And uh, it's bad, it's bad, man. It's bad. It's been about four days. And when I look at it, I'm thinking I still might have to go and get that stitched. But I'll be alright. I'll be alright. Yeah, right. I'll be right. A little, little band aid will be fine. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't defrost the freezer with a bread knife, kids, and don't use a hairspray, hairspray, a hairdryer either, because that doesn't work. Just be patient. Be patient is my tip for the day. 
be patient when defrosting the icer. So but anyway, uh, so when you said when, when you when you said retro, I thought you were going to go off playing that one of those hundred meter <laughs> dash games. And I was banging the thumb <laughs> over the the A and B button. I thought you were going to. I thought when you said retro, I thought you were playing games. No, definitely not. I was uh, I was I was being naughty with a bread knife. Um, so yeah, I would I would suggest if people are interested in like have a little think to yourself like why why do you drink do you think you drink too much are you happy with how much you drink and if you you know do you ever catch yourself justifying it um and also don't think i'm here preaching because next weekend there's a chance i might be getting hammered on a two-day bender small chance small chance and this will go out the weekend the week before the weekend before what's happening tell the viewers tell the viewers tell the viewers what's happening so Damo for show and my good self are gonna just gonna tear it up at the London Craft Beer. Go down London, 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 London. We've got a little Airbnb just round corner from Tobacco Dock. We're gonna go and try some craft ale beers. We're there for four sessions over two days. I'm gonna need the week off. Not gonna lie, because I have been I, I haven't been drinking all that much in the last few months. Um, so I'm probably going to be destroyed because it's all you can drink. So um, if anyone is in London or if anyone's got a ticket and is already going to the London Craft Beer Festival, come and find us because I can't say what we're doing at the moment, just in case anyone from the London Craft Beer Festival listens to the podcast and they then catch our number when we walk through the door and they're like, you're not doing that today, my friend. Um, but we're going to be there. So if you are, come say hi. Come check what, out. Come what? hang. Come hang and give up some what free samples and stickers. You've, you've, scared, you've scared me now. What are we doing? I thought we were just going for a, like a beard mouth business meeting. We are, but we're talking to other people about beard now. Oh, blimey. Uh, I genuinely am a little bit fearful on two counts. Number one, I don't like craft ale. Um, number two, I haven't had a drink for what will be five weeks. Um, so it, I, I could be two beers. And I could be a cheap date, Dan. It could be two beers on the well, demo. Stuff. So there are, you, there are a lot of options of the 0.5s. And to be honest, if we're going for four sessions over two days, I'm not going to be hammering the 7.2s. Like, forget about it. It's going to be the session pails. And every now and then, I'm going to probably go to some of the 0.5 and 0% alcohol set places. Because I I like the really low stuff. And I've been finding some incredible beers that are 0.5%. Um, so don't worry. We won't be getting completely bogged, especially not in the day sessions. Because if we're there for a day session and then an evening session, if I get pissed by four o'clock, I'm not making the evening session. <laughs> I'm going to bed staying. Dan, we're, we're very different, actually, because it's interesting you say about this is four sessions. In my mind, it was just this is just one session. It's a two day bender and and I'm all in. Once I get going, I'm just going and I'm going and I'm going and there's no stopping me down. This happened to me accidentally at the Beard On competition. Uh, quite a few beers. You know, you have a pre party before a beard competition the night before. Some mm. people have a few scoops. I ended up drinking rum in, in Jim's room till daft o'clock in the morning with Andy of the Dali, um, playing cards and marbles. Um, and that wasn't my plan. My plan was to be all fresh and healthy and good for the competition the next day. But I stayed up till two, three o'clock or something silly until all the rum had gone. Um, and then I woke up with a terrible hangover and then did it all again the next day. So that's, I think that's a bit about mindset. It's a little bit about addiction. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit about getting that dopamine kick and, you know, wanting to just keep going and keep going and keep going. Um, and that, and I do that with everything. It's not just beer. I do that with everything. Um, and so it will be an interesting two days next week. Um, you mentioned about these 0.5s. Will there be any 1.7s? Yeah, probably quite a few 1.7s, especially because I'll be drinking so much. I'll be going to the toilet quite a lot. There'll be definitely quite a lot of 1.7 action, but it'll be hanging over the urinal. Um, but 
you say you say you're not a big fan of craft beers don't although it's called the london craft beer festival it's mainly filled full of the independent craft brewers so a lot of people think oh, i don't like craft beer but craft beer isn't a type of beer it's just it's a scene almost it's a it's, it's just saying it's a small brewery so you will have some pilsners you'll have some hellers you'll have some lagers there will be ipas and double ipas and stouts and and that sort of stuff so that we will find something that you that you do enjoy and the great thing about it is is that you, you get a glass a third glass if you don't like it there's bins everywhere like sinks so you can just go didn't like that wash your glass out and go and find another one so you don't you know it's not like you'll buy because it's all free once you're in there you know you literally kind of get a small amount and go mm. yeah oh actually i do like that bang you know in the worst case now is just have a little something on your phone and go i like that one so if you so this is where we're different again you know, this is where we're different again dan because i would never waste a beer i'd never be thrown away even if i didn't like it i'd still drink it your 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 tail your tail when you were just saying there before your big Trevor Nelson thing I'll ask you who Trevor Nelson is later because I still don't know but when you were telling that story you said oh I had one beer and it was like oh didn't really mm. then I had the second one I was like mm, didn't really that's where I would have been straight in for the third and the third one would have been delicious and then there would have been mm. ten more who is Trevor Nelson mate I don't want to know is he, is he, is he, is he Trevor Nelson is it, he was a Radio yeah. One DJ yeah. Um, really sort of big in the 90s and sort of the r&b sort of scene i think does he, does he still do like bbc radio and that now was he ever on radio like radio extra or one or radio something like that trevor nelson I, I don't know what he does anymore what's he look like black yeah i know <laughs> skinny guy. tall kind of <laughs> what does he look like he looks like a bald-headed guy he looks like that yeah yeah, I do know. That's Chris Akabuki, isn't it? He didn't ask him <laughs> Chris Akabuki. So he's an MBE, an English DJ, 58 years from Hackney. Um, previous shows, he used to be on Kiss FM, BBC Radio 1. Where is Trevor Nelson now? Um, <laughs> he's in a festival with Dan. If he's, he's 58, mate, he, is looking, he is looking well for 58. Yeah. So he's mainly a DJ now. So I think he uh, BBC Radio Extra, he's on now. Yeah six till six till seven four sorry four p.m till seven p.m saturday and sunday not bad Dan, is it that, Does guy, that guy is mega famous and you were hanging out with him last weekend come on yeah man it's our role that this guy this guy works six hours a week <laughs> and does a few dj sets oh no hang on he's also on radio two between 10 and midnight monday to thursday so he does 16 hours a week justifies the universal tax credits Tick. yeah to be fair though, there's unsociable hours got to work from ten till twelve at night. Let's go let's go back well, to talking his about set was his set was half eleven till till one at, at Bug Jam. So there you go. Yeah, I'm sure he got paid about ten grand or something for an hour and a half slot. Oh, unsociable hours and getting paid pittance. I mean who gets out of bed for that? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So no you know no what I mean? Back to back so, to beer, back to beer. Back, back so, to the booth. So yeah, the, the the beer craft festival. That's interesting. I didn't realise that it was. Uh, I literally thought it'd be loads of old man ales and anything that's really hopsy in that. Um, yeah. My tummy doesn't agree with. So um, I, I'm I'm keen to find perhaps a Weatherspoons local, um, you know, with Bud Light and Coors. That would be delicious. No, so it's it's actually really quite. It's quite a trendy event. It's quite a young event. I say young. I mean sort of our our oh. age. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, sort of. Um, there's a lot of beards there. Um, Good, we'll be there. Why I, I I like to go, but I mean, just for those who do like their craft beers, um, I mean, 
I'll try and while you talk about something, I'll try and find some of the amazing breweries who I'm looking for. Well, I'm going to ask you where where actually is it? Um, because tobacco it, dock it, in London. A what dock? The tobacco dock. The tobacco dock. So what's the, what's the arena for these beers? Are they like set up like exhibition stalls, or are they an independent or in a pub, or like is it like a Camden Market town thing? Do you know what? I don't it was, do London much. It was not what I expected. I was really worried, right? When I first went, I was really worried that there's going to be like a bar or a couple of bars with all these different beers behind it. And I'm only going to get like four or five beers in the session because I'm going to be queuing the whole time. But oh, it's got loads of individual stations for the yeah. brewery. So every brewery has like their own little station with like sort of six or seven taps on it. Yeah. So there's some of the some of the bigger ones tend to have a small queue. Maybe yeah. like five or six, seven, but some of them don't have big, big, uh, big brews. Big brews. Sorry, I love big brews. I love big brews. There's a there's a there's a brewery here called Canna Brew, so I'm guessing that's going to be some kind of CBD beer. Interesting. Ah. Um, Do you know what? Numbers. See, hang on a minute, quickly, okay. because I've got a mate who's in in the biz. He's got a few shares in them. Brewdog. Do you remember when they sold shares? Um, yeah, I'm and, a shareholder in Brewdog. Yeah, and well, this is another mate. I've got more than just one. And he um, he was um, he really, really quite poignant. He's quite a clever, uh, interesting chap. He was slagging off their beers, even though he's got shares in them, because they've done a CBD beer, a caffeine beer, and a something else beer. Um, and it was all about, or his post was all about how, um, you know, you can't get stimulated and energy from alcohol because it's a depressant. And that was, you know, because of the caffeine and mixing it. And then because of the CBD about being relaxed, it's like you're not ever really going to be relaxed with alcohol because it's a fake sense of relaxation because of the drug. And basically because Brewdog were mixing these other chemicals, caffeine, CBD, and there was something else. Well, I can't remember what the other one was. I think it was, I know they were trying to suggest that if you have the focus one, it's caffeine in it, so you'll be more focused. It's like, yeah, but it's mm. alcohol and it's it's I'm having it's a beer. I'm not looking to have a yeah, yeah I'm not looking to get yeah. focused. That, yeah, so they they were blurring the lines a little bit, marky science. Um and he was knocking it. I, I sort of agreed with that to be fair. Um but it will be interesting to and you, you won't you won't see Brewdog at this event because uh-huh. Brewdog are no longer really considered as craft beer independent. They're an independent the brewery, but they're massive. They're no longer sort of like a, they're no longer your sort of indie indie sort of small batch. Um, so I don't I don't think I've ever seen Brewdog's name on any of these. Just to see it now. Brew will, York. Will, will Hook Norton Brewery be there? Hook Norton. They're, they're quite a biggie. No. They're, they're near me actually, not far away. Um, and I so I'll run I'll run through a couple of them that I'm looking forward to in particular. Big Drop, Big Drop do nice. They're the low alcohol ones. Um, you've got uh, Daya. Oh, Daya released some amazing beers. Daya. Um, Daya. 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 Howling Hops, Colonel, Lervig are oh, amazing. Uh, Neon Raptors, got a really nice brand. Neon um, Raptors. Yeah, yeah, Neon Raptor. Uh, North Brewing, Northern Raptor. Monk, yes. You've that got, made me think um, of a Velociraptor with a high-vis neon vest on. They're all very, yeah, they are very bright and illuminous labelling. Uh, Pastore, if you like your Weiss beers, do you like your your Belgians? I don't, know, I don't mind a little bit of Weiss, Dan, I don't tell anyone. Yeah. Uh, I have, I have, hang on, let's talk Belgian beer. I've been to Belgium. On Literally, I went with my mum and um, 
per fella at the time, and he was into the, the Belgian beers. We went around some like, actual breweries that monks were still making beers, and they have been for five million years or so. Did they make it? Was that Trappist stuff? That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, Trappist is usually made by monks. Banging on about the old, they used to, they like to leffe over there. They, they, this is the thing that my mum and, and him were very into the, uh, I think he went to the festival actually, um, very into the ales. And I say, I, he always used to knock me because I was more of a Carling and Cause kind of guy. You're going to open my eyes, Dan. I tell you what, I'm scared of though. I'm not even scared of the beers, mate. I'm scared you're about you're enjoying it. No, I'm Why scared the of the attire. You say it's a young, cool, trendy crowd with beards and that. Do I have to dress up? Like, do I need to go shopping? No, man. Last time I just, I just I probably wore this shirt. I bet you're going to be wearing that shirt for the next three or four podcasts. I reckon. I'll put money on it. I put money on it. The thing is, I, no, just 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 dress up as we want to dress up. I mean, you know, we've got to we've got to be a little bit incognito. So we can't exactly go in the big postman boxes, post boxes, and, and really <laughs> run around. Although it would be quite funny. I just don't want to get kicked out too early because last year I, I gave a free sample to the event organizer and he was like, have you ever thought of doing this, um, you know, through the, the right channels? I was like, what, what do you mean? Because <laughs> I gave him a beard oil sample and I was like, hey, you should try this beard oil. You've got a wicked beard. He was like, oh, I'm the event manager. And I was like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> I pay three grand for a stand. I just want to turn up, pay 200 quid. Drink my ass out, and then not, don't, that sounded wrong. Anyway, that was that sounded massively wrong. I don't want to go anymore. Drink my ass off. I don't know. Get drink whatever, beers. That, that, just drink drink beers. beers and stuff, and and just talk to bearded folk. I don't want to sell anyone anything. I'm here to I'm here to enjoy. Give extra bonus benefits to your event. You know. I'm confused. Just quickly, Dan. Have we got separate beds? Oh, for God's sake! I've been stitched up here big time, and I. <laughs> You're on the couch, mate. It's, I know it's got this like little two-seater couch, like that you can just sort of dangle your legs over. No, it's a twin room. So it's the same room, but it's a twin room. Oh, thank God for that. I once went to uh, it was a, the beard competition in Devon and Cornwall, um, and I sorted the rooms out for three of us, and we got there, and there was only two beds. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it was supposed to be a triple room, but it was. Um, I it was said, a triple room. Just expected it to be a couple of children, no, right? No, I literally I said to him, in the picture, there was three separate beds in this room. And then when we got yeah. there, it was a double bed and a sofa that had been laid out. It wasn't even a, a chance. Look, literally, I slept on the floor. I was going to say, it was not like a rock, paper, scissors type vibe to see who has nah, to share it. Because I, 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 it was my mistake. I took the hit and I let, I let the older gentleman I was with, uh, Paddy and Smithy, they're pretty old. Um, I let them. In fact, I think they might be. I don't know how Paddy is actually. Smithy's definitely older than me. Anyway, I digress. So yeah, there we go, Dan. So yeah, we're um, we started off talking about booze, and honestly, I feel much better, and I feel great for having lost a little bit of weight. And I, I mm. wouldn't. I see why people are abstinent. Um, I just thought what was interesting in in our beard mail group is that a lot of people were either completely not having any beers or having too many beers, what I'd consider too many beers. So maybe it's just a bearded man thing. We're all in or all out. I'm definitely all in or all out. It's, I, 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 I don't very often do anything in moderation. Um, See, I'm not, I'm not. So I'll, I'll go on a binge and then I won't drink. And then I'll go on a binge and I won't drink. And then I'll have a, I'll have it where maybe a couple of nights on the trot, I'll have two or three beers and then two weeks, I won't have a beer at all. So I'm sorry. Well, to that's also in stuff. or out, isn't it? In or out. <laughs> Have you got any really funny stories or any horrendous stories about being drunk? No, not really horrendous stories. Like, 
there's a few things I can no longer drink now, which is one of the different reasons why it made that whiskey tasting session at, uh, on, on your thing difficult. Yeah, I can't talk too much about it, but... Um, Damo's Beardy Fun Club. Damo's Beardy Fun Club. And if those of you who are listening, if you're not a member of Damo's Beardy Fun Club, you bloody well should be, because it's a great entertainment. It's great, great value for money. It's like, what is it now? Like four ninety nine a month? Four ninety seven, mate. Four ninety seven a month, and you get oh, just join, just join. I'm a member. Um, I, I can't drink whiskey because when I was fourteen, me and three mates we smashed a liter of bottle of Bell's, and no matter what people say, oh, it's a single malt Bell's isn't even whiskey. This is a, a really nice Japanese single wicked aroma of cherry pasties and and i I just like no it just tastes like whiskey like i don't doesn't matter whether it's 1700 pound a bottle it's going to make me feel sick um and then there was a time when i used to drink jack daniels i used to really like jack daniels and then we went out for a night out works do i was so drunk like i was like that you know like and my mate drew was like can i get another drink and i was like no I probably shouldn't have anything more to drink. I'm, he's like, he's like, um, I'll tell you, what, what about just a single Jack Daniels? I was like, yeah, I'll go on it. I'll have a single then. Um, so we did that about seven times. And um, I threw up from 6 a.m. till 6 p.m., like literally every hour on the trot. I was throwing up all day. Got to work on the Monday. I was like, mate, you destroyed me. What the hell was that? He was like, yeah, I was just getting your doubles in a singles glass, mate. And oh. I was like, Amazing. I was like, yeah, cheers for that. I was like, and I can't even, I can't even look at JD. I smell it. I can't, I just ruined it. I can't. So there's, there's a few drinks like that, that from hitting it too hard, like not even like taking binge to next level where you're, you're paralytic um, and throwing up heavily. Most things that I've thrown up on for 12 hours, I can no longer drink. Brain just goes not having that good that's your that's your brain's defense mechanism protecting you also you shouldn't be friends with drew anymore because that's absolutely disgusting spending extra money on you getting your doubles when you're only wanting singles also what i thought was quite interesting in that story is that you said oh no i probably shouldn't have any more to drink i don't think i've ever said that ever in my life that's the <laughs> that's the trouble i just keep going until i fall asleep and you say fall asleep demo you passed out didn't you I did pass. I passed out in the pub once, and I think I died. Um, but it was quite funny. We were. This was back in the day when we were really. We used to go to this one pub and got on really well with everybody. I was the darts captain. My best mate was the pool captain, and we used to go in there uh, for the weekends, a bit of Friday, Saturday, and even Sundays. And um, the landlady had been on holiday and brought out this um, tequila with a worm in the bottom. Or no, it's a scorpion. There's something ridiculous and crunchy in the bottom mm. of this. Is, does that sound right, or was I really drunk? There's easily a worm in the bottom. I've never done it. I know. I'm sure this was some sort of horrendous scorpion drink or something. And I, and I had some of it, and I literally passed out there and then in one of the stalls at a high stall like this. And 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 she was a bit concerned. She's like, "Oh God! Oh, should we do? What should we do? What should we do?" This is what they recount the story to me because obviously I was asleep, and my best mate was like. Nah, he's all right. He's like that all the time. But I, I genuinely think I'd actually die. But he's like, nah, he's all right. Um, and then no, I, I like, usually know when's a good time to stop. No, I don't. No, I, but, but then I'm usually quite a good drunk as well. 
Um, I'm, my missus hates it. Like when we used to go out, she'd say, I, I wouldn't even know if you were drunk most time. I'd be balls. I'd have had like 12 pints and she's just like, I, you don't even, I couldn't even tell if you were drunk. I mean, so much so that I, when I was young, I did manage to convince the police officer that pulled me over that I'd only ever had one pint that night. Damn. You sound like First time. all men from the 80s that were driving around and it was okay to drink drive. Don't drink it and was, drive. It was the 90s and no, I wouldn't recommend it. And it was only, the, I was sort of really young and naive at the time. I think I wasn't not long after driving. I was probably still 17 and probably shouldn't have been drinking in the first place. Mm. Uh, it was a stupid move and I was very lucky and I won't do it again, officer. I had the first bump in my car and I still, to this day, put it down to alcohol, even though I only had one can. Um, I genuinely don't think I would have done what I did had I not had one can of lager. Um, mm. So, and then since then, I I'd never drunk and drove, drunk and drove, drank and drove, drink and drive. No, I don't. I don't. I won't even drink if I if I if I'm driving now, I won't even have like one because I just think what's the point? There's no point yeah, having even. There's no unless, point unless you're like, going to have. Well, that's it. So, like, like when we went to Beard on, when we came to find you at the pub, like I was drinking non-alcoholic beers all night because I was like, well, I'm driving. I could have one, but then I'm going to want two because everyone else is drinking, mm. and then I'm going to want three because everyone else is drinking. And by that point, I'm on everyone else's wavelength, but I'm a little couple of steps behind, so I'm going to need like a shot or something. Yeah, uh, and then I've got to figure out how to get the car home. And my missus didn't really like driving the car at night. That then she's loving it now, but it's interesting actually because. Um having usually i usually have beers at events and then more recently i've been and i've you know not had a drink like so we went to opie's competition and i didn't drink and it was so different seeing everybody drunk when you're not drunk mm. and it's like well normally i'm like that and i'm drunk i wonder how it's like for other people like like wayne alexander um he goes to a lot of the comps from home and the beer days big shout out to big wayne um and he doesn't drink so he must mm. he, well, he's like, teetotal, he must, isn't he? like completely teetotal isn't he yeah it must be quite a um interesting to see what it's like to like every time because i'm sometimes i'm really drunk sometimes i'm sober so yeah that first that was the first one and i think oh, there's a couple of competitions coming up this year um where i think i might not have beers because i'm just going to enjoy the chatter and and not having a hangover so we shall see we shall see I well I, I won't i won't be drinking on the day of tvbmc because i'll be working um but the free party is going to be massive pre-party for db for bbm tbbbbbmc the, yeah, the Friday night I'll be drunk. You go. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've already. I think we've we've booked we've booked the accommodation for the Friday night, so we'll probably go home on the Saturday. Quite, yeah. Um So yeah, we've just got a little Airbnb somewhere in rugby, not far from the venue. So yeah, I think we'll do the drinking on the Friday, um, and then I'm strictly business on Saturday. I know this is a bit of an aside, but it's not really because it is alcohol related. Are you? What time will you be in rugby? on the Friday of the British Beard and Moustache Championships 2022. What is it? What time does it all kick off? The pre-part is at seven o'clock at the Merchants Inn. So I'll probably be there about 10 to seven. Because there's a pre-pre-party on the down. Oh, I see. Yeah, like, isn't it like 7.56.57? No, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a DBFC one that's earlier. Is it I'll somewhere talk else? You, I'll talk to you outside of the podcast. Uh, get slide into my DMs. Slide into my DMs. Outside of the podcast. Um, is there anything else? We went a little bit over, but there's loads to talk about. I mean, we spoke um, on an earlier episode about 
um, addiction in general, and we touched on alcohol, but we didn't go into it in great depth. So um, I guess I should I should just throw in for, for safety reasons. If anybody is struggling or, or wants any help or anything, there are professional agencies to go to, but your GP is not a bad place to start um, for a beginning. There's loads of stuff online as well. There's, you know, there's audio books, there's books, um, but even just on the NHS, I think generally the the country would benefit from people cutting down on the booze a little bit because the health reasons um, are, are massive. But if you genuinely get to the point where you're thinking, you know, am I drinking too much and you want to make some changes, um, then there is lots of help out there. So go and get some professional help and it doesn't hurt to shout out. But there's, I mean, there's loads. I, I did actually, the longest time I didn't have a drink for was a couple of years ago and I did a, a challenge, a three month challenge and I went three months without drinking. And that was probably the fittest I'd, and healthiest I'd ever been. Um, but we shall see. A big shout out to all those guys that are absent and do manage, you know, to, to a couple of guys, you know, been sober for years and years and years. I genuinely think um, I'm going to give it a good a good stab. Sometime at some point, I'm going to try and do three months, then do six months, then do a year. And I think the older I get, the less I need to go and get absolutely hammered like I did in the olden days. Um, maybe it's a sign of my maturity and my spiritual awakening into the world, Dan. <clears throat> oh, shit. Um, quick question before we leave. Is this considered as off the top lip? What off the top lip? Your moustache? Moustache, yeah. It's, well, let me just let me make you bigger. For those of you that are listening on Spotify, I apologise, but Dan is just getting right close. Look at that. Yeah, that's off your top lip. Obviously, we'll get these bits sort of tidied up. Because I'm a bit concerned because the category is like has to be impeccably off the top lip, and I've spent ages growing a long tash. I, know, I see. I'm like, I don't want to be penalised for having like a, you know, a couple of stragglers. So I'm gonna have to be really. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Losing half my beard. I'm sure you're losing half my beard, ladies and gentlemen. Losing a hand's worth, but I'm going to keep the tash. We ought to do. Uh, we ought to do a, uh, another podcast actually, or we we'll do some. We'll do some live stuff when we're at the the BBMC. It's all happening. So for for us now, it's a really busy time um, for beard mailers and for gents and, and ladies as well involved in the beardy community. Um, if you want to get amongst any events, there's the British Championships in August. There is the Oxford Beard Festival in September, and there is Beard On uh, in October. Uh, Derbyshire so that's three competitions actually in the space of about six weeks um, and obviously mm -hmm. we're going to craft beer festival next week um, so there's a lot going on in the beardy world lots of opportunities for drinking for meeting for partying there's a huge pizza party in Derby secret location uh, Banksy's um, so oh, if, you're, nice. if you're in the beardy world keep your eye out for that and um, that's the day after um, the British Beard and Stash Championship so if I'm not hung over I might reward myself with some pizza in Derby um, but anyway that's enough shouting out about stuff it's 42 minutes Dan we've got to go um, wait 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 Lord of mercy I'm glad we nearly missed the ASMR moment didn't we? Was, that, was that the ASMR moment I don't not know really. I don't know I mean I'm just going to go Absolutely. So to improvise now, and that was awesome. absolute quality broadcasting. For those of you again that were listening and couldn't see that, Dan was just flopping the pin on the mic. Now I'm just <laughs> Dan's just eating food noisily. Noisily. Dan, we're all done. Say bye bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. I'll see you in a bit. That's in a bit. Bye for now.